next year we're trying to do a mill. Um, so a million dollars. Yeah, we're trying to do a mill next year, dude. <laughs> Bro, um, a million. Do- don't just yeah. say that like it's something slight. Elevated pride, pride. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to Passion Changes Everything. Today is the first episode of the podcast, so I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I'm so excited. A lot of time, energy, motivation, everything has went into this. I'm very excited to finally start and finally bring it to fruition. My first guest, the first guest of Passion Changes Everything, is one of my closest friends. He's one of the most influential people in my life. He is the CEO, the president, the soldier, the head honcho, and everything in between, all by the age of 22, Elijah, Elijah, the man, the myth, Pacino. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, my boy. What's going on? They don't know that we already have a conversation, but when the camera turns on, I turn on. Baby. Let's go. All right, so I already gave you an introduction to the people. I let them know that you're basically the CEO, you're the president, you do all the hard work, you do everything in between from head honcho to getting on that roof yourself and putting in the hours and time. So I just want you to kind of um, tell the people your story. Like, where, where... Um, so, I mean, I grew up in the city of Syracuse. Um, my family, you know, they, they were, you know, middle-class people. Um, I had a, you know, pretty decent upbringing. Um, I actually went to H.W. Smith next to LeMoyne College um, all the way until sixth grade. Um, Shout out to Keith um, that West where we met. Let's go. uh, We went there together, too. Um, I was actually only one of the, um, you know, Caucasian males that actually went to school there and uh, played sports there. Um, My love for basketball and football kind of started there on a good old gravel. You can't play no uh, ball, though, boy. You can't play no ball. You might have football. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. But um, my family decided um, from fifth to sixth grade to move us out to Baldwinsville. Um, actually, you know, better school district. And so I get that completely. Um, grew up in Kimbrook. Uh, oh, you know. Kimbrooklyn, baby. <laughs> For those that don't know, that's where I'm, that's where I'm from. That's what I read. Yeah. Um, you know, not a, not a bad spot. Um, but you know, played high school basketball, football. It was all right. Um, college for me, I knew I really didn't want to end up in debt. Um, that was kind of my biggest thing and I always had decent grades, but you know, I think college today is just really pushed upon and, um, doesn't really need to be. Um, there's plenty of things you could be successful in that doesn't involve going into debt. Um, graduated from Baker. Uh, I decided to take my talents to uh, the United States Army. <laughs> uh, baby. <laughs> I did four years. It was time to get out. Um, my experience there was, you know, it was not bad. I learned what I could. Uh, stationed at Fort Hood, Texas. Uh, love Texas. Shout out to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Longhorns hook them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Syracuse, Syracuse. But keep going, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're a fan of Syracuse. <laughs> 100%. What do you mean, but You see I'm business up top. We got the Q shorts on always, Revman. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, did a lot of training, a lot of traveling, uh, a lot of time out at Fort Irwin, NTC, um, South Korea for nine months. That was a good time. Wow. Um, it was really nice to – travel and just see like a different culture a different piece of the world actually and i actually enjoyed it it was a lot cheaper and there's just a lot to do it's just a healthy super healthy environment actually um got my sergeant while i was in i got my associates while i was in and you know for me it was just the end um the military for me was just not an end-all be-all i wanted to be and become something bigger um so that's when i came home 
uh, February of 2018. I didn't really know what I wanted to get into. Um, you know, I, my first job I went to actually went bankrupt. So I was laid off within a month of being home. Um, you know, luckily over the years, I kind of, you know, had a decent savings. Um, but that's when, you know, <clears throat> I actually went to work for another company called Armored One out of Syracuse. Um, they actually do bulletproof windows and doors. Um, basically, for me, once again, I felt like I wasn't in the right place. Um, and when you know, you know, you know, you're just not as motivated. <laughs> you know, you're just yeah, moving right a lot slower. Um, so I decided to start a company. Um, we didn't, I wanted to do A to Z at first. Uh, so it was called ENS Home Essentials. Um, what it was, was just every service you could think of, power washing, landscaping, snow plowing, um, HVAC, roofing. Um, and then, you know, it was decent. Um, I was working a lot of long hours at Armored One, like 80 hour weeks. Uh, and I was on the road Man, from Monday through weeks. Yeah, like Monday through Friday, I was on the road and, uh, you know, it paid really good prevailing wage. So we go down to New York City, it'd be like 100 an hour, but um you know contact information (laughs) you you start to realize as you get older it's not all about the bread um you know it's gotta what makes you happy um and you know I'm a big family guy um and friends so um you know and obviously you know I've been with my uh you know girlfriend now for almost seven years so hey let's go (laughs) (laughs) out there baby um, but you know, so that, that's always tough. Um, but I had 15 customers my first year part-time, um, 2019 was actually my first year out on my own. I decided, um, no more working for anybody else. It doesn't make sense, even though you have bills to technically go work 25 hours part-time for another company, then just to go, you know, do your part-time. It's what can you do with that 25 hours? Cause you could definitely go make more. So I look at it as opportunity cost. Um, you know, the simple uh, um, example is just, does Tom Brady spend time to mow his lawn? No, he does not. He makes a lot more money throwing the football. And if you know, if you could make a lot more money going to do your own job or company you started, why are you wasting time? You have to trust in yourself. And that's kind of the just for me. Um, so then bringing in the 2019, I had over 400 customers. Um, so it was, it was a big jump. Um, but it was, it was an overwhelming jump. Um, you know, learned a lot, but I realized that I needed to focus on one service and one thing. Um, the biggest thing for me was, um, just honing in on that one service. Um, last year I had a total of nine roof calls and I didn't really search for roofs last year, but I, you know, we got them and we did them. Um, this year we're over 120. Um, so it's a lot, lot bigger. And this year, um, we grossed a little over 400 K in my third year of business, technically. What Um, comparison to last year? What'd you do last year? Do you remember? Uh, what I, yeah, what I grossed last year was like 70 or 80. Bro, all right, you're gonna have to go deeper <laughs> into it. What did it take to go from 70 or 80 to 400k? Um, well, I mean, you hone in on one service, yes, you know, you're offering so many things, but you don't know what to focus on, and not every service has the best margins. So, to explain, you know, if you go from uh, the average roof price of about 10 grand to gutter cleaning, which is a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So, um, it just really depends. And, um, uh, personally, I love construction. I love taking the old to new, um, the customer experience for me is huge. That's what we're big on real big. Um, I now, I now have 25 guys working for me. Um, and I mean, what'd you start off with? myself <laughs> <laughs> I mean you know and that was last year I still only had like two or three guys working with me I mean you know I came in when I could yeah you know, 
Um, but you know, you just learn a lot of things along the way, like, you know, friends and family shouldn't be working for you. You know, you got to hire out. Um, you can't expect everybody to do the job you're going to do, but you have to put that, you know, faith that, you know, you can task things out and they're going to get it done. If they're not, then they're not the right fit. Um, so a lot of it's a learning curve. I mean, I'm only 25 now. Um, and you know, we got big goals, aspirations, and next year we're trying to do a mill. Um, so a million dollars, we're trying to do a mill next year, dude. Bro, um, a million, don't just say that like it's something slight. I mean, (laughs) it is slight, like uh, that's not to what we want to be doing, that's not anywhere near. Um, you're crazy, you know, yeah, well, you have to. Um, so basically, you know, we have a Syracuse location now. Um, we are actually promoting a free roof giveaway. We do have some local sponsors. Um, so shout out to, if anybody's looking at this, um, submit somebody that's in need of a roof. It's not just anybody that's getting a roof. It's a family that's in need. Um, that's one of my biggest things is I want to give back to the community because we all know I agree God is good and he's been good to me. And, you know, if you take care of people, it actually goes a lot further than trying to scam people. Um, so that's another reason we kind of jumped into the industry. Um, but, you know, we got some big things coming um, and, you know, Syracuse isn't the only stop. <laughs> Just a little bump in the row. You gonna get yeah. over here and then always upgrade. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. So, um, we're probably planning on four locations in New York state and then one out of state location. Um, you know, things could change down the road. Um, but who knows, maybe, maybe I get comfortable with two and then I just want to move. So who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Comfortable with two, eh? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's not wrong with it, but you never know. We'll see. It's tough. Workers are getting more and more scarce. Oh, yeah. um, hard, work some, hard workers are hard to come by. Yeah, they really are. Um, I know a company, a fence company that's been around for a long time, Baldwinsville, they used to have 80 applicants in the summer. Now they have maybe 15. Uh, it's a big difference. <clears throat> but yeah, that's, that's kind of the just. I mean, um, you know, I'm very huge on just overall uh, – you know, just thinking about numbers and thinking about ways we can improve for the customer and um, just being as transparent as possible because, you know, everybody's scared today. It's a scary world. Everybody's got ring doorbells. You know, you can't really knock at somebody's COVID, door bro. anymore. How's COVID affected you? <clears throat> um, we started late. So we had a couple roofs done in March actually this year because we had a light winter last year. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into basically – I think we went from April, I think March 27th was our like actual, so almost two months behind. Um, so we're, we're booked for the year now and we're starting to book for next year. So bro, what? All right. So when you started off and you were like super small, when it was just you, yeah. with a ton of trial and error. Yeah. Like you just um, try something. It doesn't work. You try. Like, I mean, it's still going to be that way. It still should be that way through you know, 15, 20 years of business. Yeah. You're getting your nitty and gritty down, but it's still trial and error. Um, obviously we have different ways of marketing and, um, as far as that sense goes, but I mean, you got to see what works and what doesn't. Um, I learned that, you know, I'm a better roofing owner, company owner, sales guy, or, um, or rep, than a roofer you know what i mean like i know there's roofers and then there's people that work in the organization um so that's that's huge for me i i enjoy going to meet different people being on different job sites um you know because we get most projects done like a day so for me hopping around to different roofs meeting different people it's just huge i don't like being stagnant no um so that's that's kind of the just but yeah there's always trial and error and that's how it's you know forever will be you get stuck in your ways like you know an old coach we know uh you know he might just want to run the ball all the time and that's <laughs> that's, a that's, not, that that's not the way the world works you know, know you're targeted on that one yeah. don't run the ball upgrade yeah, coaches, yeah. listening upgrade coaches, upgrade, upgrade. <clears throat> oh we have we have look who's here 
So you guys are on Pass and Changes Everything, the podcast. I like so you guys can see. Hello, how are you? And we're interviewing him for the podcast. Okay. And it's recording right now. So you guys are here. <laughs> well, it was good to be a guest. Uh, you know, would love to have you back. <laughs> All right. So back to when when you first started. When you you said you were working like eighty hours for one job. Um, yeah. By yourself. How did you prevent yourself from getting like super overwhelmed? Or I mean, a little, uh, I don't know. I not to not to like overhype myself or no, be no. humble, but like I kind of chase chaos. If that makes sense. No, I love that. Like like you have to push and push and push. Otherwise, you know, you have to expect failure. Like you have to see what works. If you're not pushing, you'll never know what your limits are. 100%. Like I gotta be honest on a little secret. Last year was my first year snow plowing, right? I jumped into it with like a month to go before the season started. Okay, jump. Oh, people don't know. Yeah. New York winters. Yup, we're two hours from Canada. Like, there's no joke. All right, go ahead. Yeah. So I I jumped into it and with like a month to go, um, season went great. Uh, we had over 200 customers in our first year for snowplowing. Um, so that was phenomenal. Um, we took care of everybody. It's very straightforward. It's easy. You catch on to when to go out, when to not, um, you know, it, but my family was concerned. Like they were, they were like, what the hell are you getting into? <laughs> of course, um, but for me, it was just like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Um, uh, so I, I truly know my limits. If I don't feel comfortable, I will straight up tell somebody, hey, I don't think we should do this. You know, give so-and-so a call. And that's how I am. Um, but if I know, you know, we can do it, then, yeah, I still get it done. Um, that's just huge for me. So, uh, I love that. That's, see, you got to know your limits, know your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Do you, do you think it's like a good idea to, because I'm a big, I have to write out my goals, literally write them down on paper. I have well, like... I vary. No. I have like at least 15 whiteboards. Oh, yeah. Ah, I like that. So, I mean, if you're just looking at right now, I got on the desk, I probably have like 15 note cards for customers and then I categorize stuff. Um, we're getting into the more tech, nah, I guess technology as far as like the computer-based systems go to actually track and move all those different pieces now. Um, but when you first start out, you have to keep your expenses low. I mean, yeah, could we afford it this year? Yeah, you know, whatever. But I still like to, you know, I prefer versus like overhead, getting the right people into the business and then worrying about all the equipment tangibles later because we still get the job done. But of course, you know, there's stuff I want to buy and equipment I want to buy. But um, I prefer to get the right people into play because once you get the right people into play, you can go do so much more. Um, so that's, that's pretty big for me, but yeah, I always, always write stuff down, man. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Any tips for, um, kind of going off of writing stuff down for organization, especially when you're by yourself or starting super small, there's so many things that you have to focus on, you know, like target. Mm. Any tips on organization? Take it a week at a time. Week at a time. If you're trying to see what you have to get done for the next five months, it's a little rough. Um, but if, you know, you take it a week at a time. So obviously you have your customers during that week, you take care of them and then you got the new ones coming in for the next week. Um, you know, just take it a week at a time. Um, it could be real overwhelming, obviously, if, you know, you just jump right into, um, oh man, I got to get an office. I got to buy a piece of land. I got to do oh, this. God. I got to buy 10 more trucks, five more trailers. That's overwhelming. Um, but yeah, just take it a week at a time and you'll be all right. Um, but you have to know when, what's going to level up next for you. Like, Hey, you know, not a lot of people want to spend money. That's the thing. Um, so you got to know when, Hey, we need an office or, Hey, we need a location or, Hey, we need to hire this guy. Uh, so like next for next for me next year, I already know I got to get an office assistant, somebody that's going to be doing all the paperwork for me. Uh, organizing files, sending estimates out after I email them to her. Um, just in general, just a lot. Uh, you know, just taking a plate load off my stuff. Because once 
my play load, you know, unloads, I get to go do so much more. I can go get more jobs, you know, as simple as that. So paying somebody, you know, $35,000, $45,000, you know, to deal with all the paperwork aspects for the most part. Yeah. So you can go sell another hundred roofs, which, you know, you know let's say a million dollars is just way worth it. Absolutely. Um, well, what do you look for when you, um, when you're searching for that type of employee? Um, um, well, I really haven't searched for an office assistant yet. Um, but we are doing, um, obviously I've hired guys all year and then, um, you know, we've done, uh, sales team putting together. Gotcha. So that, that was pretty big. Um, like what characteristics, like, um, I know cause roofing, it, I not, mean, you need to have a drive. Not, yeah, you have not. not it's not really. So, I don't. But I mean, I'm not really huge like on the resume. Gotcha. Resume doesn't right. really like catch my eye. Anybody can write something down on a resume. Hundred percent. Anybody can forge a document saying I graduated from Yale. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's you know, it's as simple as that. But it's how are you in person? How are you to others? How you treat your family? How you're going to treat these customers? how overall, you know, you're just going to react to, you know, the tasks I give you. Okay. If you're not performing and you're not meeting my standards that I give you, then you're not the right fit. Absolutely. It's, it's just, you know, I got to find out what makes you tick. <laughs> so. For the women, for the women that want to get into roofing mm -hmm. and they don't, not even necessarily being the owner, but if they wanted to get up there, because everyone has this stigma, even I had this stigma where I'm like, you got to be a big, strong guy to do roofing. I did roofing for the summer and it's no joke. So for the women, what advice would you give mm. that were interested in doing it? I don't think there's already companies and women roofers out there. It's more down South predominantly. Uh, it's a little different market. We're considered a retail market where other markets are heavy, uh, like insurance markets from like hail, windstorms, tornadoes, that kind of thing. Um, but I don't really have any advice other than go for it. I mean, I know um, we got a couple people that applied that are women, um, you know, for our sales positions and, you know, they're hungry. They're like real hungry, like constantly messaging, you know, emailing us back trying to, Hey, let's, let's get this rolling. Let's get this rolling. Yeah. You know, I'm sending them training and we're just talking back and forth and um, you know, they're, they're just ready to get after it. And that's kind of what you want. 100%. Is there a limit to that? As um, since you are like an owner, you kind of run everything. Is there a limit to being coming off as annoying if I wanted to work for you? If I like, did you check my resume yet? Did you check my resume yet? Um, it, 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 like you think of it like this man, he has a drive. You have to give me an answer, you know? I mean, it just depends, you know? Are you like at that point where you're messaging me super late at night? Like I say super late at night, like past 11. Okay. Past 11 is like, okay, unless you got an emergency, why are you calling? Yeah. Um, You know, but other than that, not really. I mean you're taking an initiative to learn. Absolutely. What's, what's annoying about that? Like, you know, I, I, would I don't see a problem with it. Um, you know, people are just hungry. They want to learn because in roofing, it's, it's limitless to what you can do and what you can make. I mean, yeah, it's people, it's a hard service. It's a hard labor. It's very labor intensive as you know. Um, no, yo, my back was hurting. <laughs> I'm in good shape. Um, but I mean, it's, it's very rewarding. Uh, you can, you know, it's, I don't know. I just can't work for anybody else. I know that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's certain <laughs> people like that. There's certain people like that that have that. Ain't no turning back. Now there ain't no turning back. hundred <laughs> no percent. Um, have you ever turned down a client? Yes. Like, is it like more based on, um, like, I don't even want to guess. Um, I don't want to be like, their so, roof was awful or they were just nasty to you. They were rude. and So here's the, here's the thing about customers and contractors. It's a full circle. It goes both ways. There's contractors that take advantage of homeowners, and then there's uh, homeowners that take advantage of contractors. Um, basically, I mean, um, let's see. Who did I turn down this year? So, so sometimes there's just jobs that – because of how things were built, it could potentially be a problem with the roof. 
Um, it doesn't matter how well you put the roof on. It sometimes matters how the house was built. Um, you know, whether the valley or addition was created properly, you run into a lot of additions not being put on properly. And that leads to a lot of black mold, a lot of leaks. And I've been in some nasty houses this year and not, not to their fault, but you know, water damage gets real nasty. Yeah. Um, so I've had to walk away from some of those because it's just too much liability on our ends. Um, you know, it's, I'm not the builder, I'm the roofer. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a great answer. Um, so, you know, but what you see commonly, um, you know, I'm up front and I don't mind telling people why, and I explain it why, and I'll go into depth and, you know, we're very transparent. We show our photos, we do drone photos, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we get real in the depth and, you know, you can talk to my old customers, go to my customers' houses. I really don't mind. Um, like I said, transparency is the best I think key in today's world. Um, but you know, you'll see companies that mark up the price so high, so you don't choose them. That's yeah. just, they don't want to do it. Well, I mean, some people, you know, it might just be a high price, but I know for instance, sometimes it's common for it to be just so high cause they don't want to do the product, but I'm not afraid to tell anybody why. And, you know, I just rather not, um, you know, and it sucks, but there's somebody out there that will do it. That's the thing. Yeah. So there's always options. Um, I have, I have a deep, a deep question for you. All right. A, a fun one. Um, if you could ask the most successful person in your industry, like mm. that's what roofer to ever live one question, what would it be? Take your time to that's, that's kind of a deep one. I don't even know who the most successful roofer is. That's the thing. There's a lot of successful companies. I know one company out of Nebraska that does like, I think it's like 30 million a year or something, but there's, there's Fortune 500 roofing companies. What? Yeah, look it up. There's a list, and there's companies that do like 500 million a year in roofing. Are they like huge companies, like a huge company that owns a million other companies? Like how? That's uh, yeah, I think so. I think they're just companies that might have a franchise location in every state. Would that ever so, be a goal for you? No, that's too big. I don't want any of that. I I'm okay. I'm okay with a couple locations and, you know, another location just so I can go there and get out of here. <laughs> yeah. With nothing wrong here. Just get out of here for the winters, come back in the yeah, summer. Yeah, ex exactly. Um, but I'm not really, I don't know. I'm not looking nothing crazy like that. It's too much. Yeah, that is, that is huge. If you could give yourself advice now, if the current you could give yourself advice 15 years ago, what would you give yourself? What would you tell yourself knowing the information that you know now? Start sooner. <laughs> yeah. I would tell myself, don't go to college. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, so I went back and my bachelor's like incomplete, but I was doing it while I started the company um so for me it was just you know I just I don't know I don't get enjoyment out of it I really don't and like yeah whatever it'd be nice for a backfall and technically it's free for me but it's not really free I serve for it you know they they got my worth out of me too <laughs> yeah I bet they did <laughs> uh, <laughs> no um so it's just I don't know it just doesn't you know I, I'll sit in class and I'll be like man, I could be making money right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just straight up how I think. Yeah, um, and I don't know, like, when you really got to go get it, you will do anything to go get it. Um, and I don't know, it's just one of those things that it's, you know, it's easier said than done, but get after it. You know, I wish I started. I wish I wish I didn't go into the service, slight, kind of, to be honest. I wish I started the company in high school. Gotcha. I mean, knowing what, I mean, you can never know what you know now, but that makes sense. Um, talking about the service, because I'm yeah. always been super intrigued. Don't yeah, get nervous. Don't start wiping the sweat off, boy. Catch it out. Good um, times. What was the best time that you can share that you had in the service <laughs> that you can share? Yeah, that I could share. <laughs> um, it can be something time. stupid. It can be something crazy. Just the best experience where you're just like, Man, this one time where you got <laughs> you got to do the little sit up and stretch out before you tell a story. Um, 
I don't know if I could tell the best time. <laughs> names you could just just hint at a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, Austin, uh, Sixth Street, if you ever heard of that, look that up, is just a street full of bars. Um, it's very common for the for the guys and the boys to go out. <laughs> um, that, that, those are probably some of the best memories because you got, um, what is it, Texas College right there, the University of Texas. Yeah. Just so it's packed packed city of austin is amazing um so overall it's just it's a really good time i mean halloween you name it i mean just you and your like whole company going out it's a good time yeah um but i really liked korea man more good stories i thought i thought this was gonna be the struggle i thought this was gonna be hard no no because i can't i can't tell everything (laughs) i know you can't um, Korea was big for me. It was just like, I truly think over there, the food is healthier. It's fresher. Um, you know, it's just, there's a lot to do, a lot to do. It's, and their second native language is actually English. So it's very easy to get around. It's really cheap. Like I could take an hour and a half train ride round trip, five U S dollars. What? Yeah. I could probably go almost 10 miles in a taxi for three U.S. dollars. Yeah, so, and my phone bill here, what it is there now, it's like $38 there unlimited with my iPhone. So, yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I loved climbing the mountains there. It, that was pretty awesome. Um, the zoo there was, was pretty, pretty cool, too. Um, they're like, I think they're gorilla um, and they're lions. Oh my goodness, it was wild. The gorilla, they're gorilla, like, I don't even know what you want to call it, but they had like, I want to say it was like just a giant like pole or like, I don't know, jungle gym. It went up like a hundred feet in the air and it like overlooks the whole zoo. And the wall to the pole was only like maybe 10 feet. And I was like, hey, even if they just climb from like 20 feet up, they can make that probably 15 <laughs> feet jump. I kid yeah, you what? not. I, it, it was not that far. I was like, oh, wow, they could really get out. And then the lions was just phenomenal. Uh, they were throwing like full chickens <laughs> and like dangling it off. Imagine like a diving pool. Well, the diving pool was like 15 feet in the air and the person was just like this. Yeah. So that was pretty wild. Um, it was just like free there. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, you know, it was just like a very like free environment. Of, yeah, that's not what I think of when I think of Korea at all. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, don't that's think, what I thought about. Maybe yeah. cause I, you know, we got wild, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. And you went there like, Oh yeah. I mean, wild. we had rules and stuff and we had, you know, uh, curfews and stuff like that. Like you had to be back on like, think on base or post by like 1 at 1 a.m i think um and then i think like midnight on weekdays um but it, it was just overall a good time like it really was just healthier like you could tell i mean they had everything too that we have they got mcdonald's taco bell subway um but it was just healthier it's it's crazy to think about what, what uh, brand are you in? army you're in the army? All right. I don't know if I yeah. already went over it and I forgot. I got uh, early on you know. All right. Yeah. You could take the cheap way out of this, the worst part of the military experience, and say basic. If that if that's your honest answer, the worst the worst yeah. situation that you were in, and then the worst or the negative side, I should say, not the worst. So you get mm-hmm. the worst situation and then the negative the- side of the military? Yeah. You can give uh negative side of the military, not basic training. I didn't I didn't, well, you know, base training is what it is, but yeah. Um, I'd say the waiting around, okay. it's very unorganized. Which is surprising. I would never think that. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people think that, but it's very unorganized. There's a lot of waiting around. For me, it was just, once again, thinking, what could I be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're always on duty, technically, 24-7 somebody called you and say, Hey, you got to come back. And you were like in San Antonio or something like you got to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's that is what it is, but, um, just very unorganized. You know, I think what it came down to is like leadership gave timelines and then the rank below would set it sooner so that you wouldn't, you know, 
piss off the guy ahead of you, you know? So like, so let's say rank, let's say captain. So we got captain, your CO, and then we got like first sergeant, then you got like your platoon sergeants. So I think what it came down to is just your timelines. Um, and that's maybe just my thoughts, but so we, you know, we would have zero, I don't know, let's say one day we had to meet at like, you know, 6 a.m., 06, and then, but we wouldn't be doing anything till 10 a.m. So, yeah, so you're just sitting So it's four hours of waiting. Yeah. Like, why was I up at five? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, so there's a lot of those cases and scenarios, and, you know, maybe it has to do with accountability, but it doesn't take four hours to get everybody ready. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, I just think it's pretty unorganized. It's just, yeah, I don't know. No, I like that answer. Some of their ways, once again, it comes down to are very old school and, you know, you got to adapt with times and that yeah. just wasn't the case. No, 100%. All right. Two of your biggest influences. And I want a personal and then you can go celebrities or whatever else. Oh, yeah. Celebrity. Nah, mine would be Odell Beckham, obviously. But um, personal. <laughs> I hope that's a lie. No, I'm just <laughs> You're bugging me. People know that I love Odell. Yeah, Odell <laughs> trash. Well, maybe bro. Trash. 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 You're a Kurt. All right. All right. Come on. You know. You know he's like the next. You know he's like the next Antonio Brown. Come on, man. No. He had a quiet over a thousand yards last year. It doesn't Everyone's matter. Like, it's the, it's the attitude. He, he was fine last year. He has Barely. to feel emotion, Barely. bro. Barely. Look, you're, 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 look, you should be idolizing Julio. That's it. That's it. I mean, he's good for sure. He's the GOAT. I shouldn't even say I idolize Odell. I respect yeah. Odell. Okay, that's better. But I do kind of – I do kind of – I'll be watching every Instagram post he has, and I'm like, yeah. just imagine too much. that. Too much. All right. Don't, don't turn this around on me. Give All me right. I did. I did switch it. I just turned up on Odell. My man had a thousand yards, over a thousand yards <laughs> quietly, bro. All right. Go ahead. Give me I don't even remember where we're at, to be All honest. Right, so oh, idolizing. Idolizing. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any celebrities. People I look up to. Weird to say this, but uh, I got a couple mentors. I actually started out with um, a mentor uh, name of Swim Landscape, um, Paul Swim, and he wasn't like he does hardscapes, so like walkways, patios, all that brickwork. Um, and he actually was one of my first mentors. I seeked him out, um, and he's just so busy; it's it's hard to keep up with him too. Um, but I'd say he's a pretty good mentor, um, just business wise of, you know, he's got the same energy, keep your head up, keep going, uh, don't stop and, you know, just drive, drive, drive. Um, you know, anyone that you'd want to give a shout out to, like, thank you for introducing me to the grind, introducing me to roofing or, um, people that you not on, not I don't want to use the word idolize because that's that's yeah. a that's a big that's a heavy word like there's yeah. can't honestly say that idolize but um just just influences like thanks for I really it's weird to say but I don't really have any <laughs> you know, like 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 for example thanks for uh, allowing me on your first podcast I'm just I'm just kidding <laughs> it. no, no, I'm just kidding <laughs> that that's no. at the end we're not there. <laughs> I get my free plug, you know. My man trying to jump the gun. Yeah, I was like, just you know, just a little what hint. You thought this was a track meet? Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, no, my uncle Chris is a pretty good businessman. He owns four or five physical therapy businesses, so I get to chat with him here and there. Um, man, I just no, it's fine. There's, I just really best answer. I really kind of, you know, like I have a couple people here and there I ask questions with and, you know, cause now I have a couple like, you know, roofing mentors, but not really because they're doing their own thing. So I get a couple questions and here and there, but it's nothing that I'm like, thank you so much for. Yeah. No, no, I appreciate it. That's an honest answer. Um, I love that. I'm kind of just learning on my own to be honest. Gotcha. 
you know, humbly, like, you know, it's, it's just how it is. Learned on my own and, you know, people teach me things here and there on the way, but it's, it's nothing crazy that's like, oh my God, I'm bound down, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just like I had two ways of which way to go about it and they had put the two cents in about it. And then I think, Oh, okay. I guess we'll do this. <laughs> um, so that's kind of it really to be honest. Thank you. I love, I, I really appreciate that answer because that answer is I would force myself to think of something and then I'd regret it later. Like, nah, I don't really. So no, nah, I really appreciate yeah, that. I don't really, I don't really got people like that. Just don't. It, all right. Side question is, um, I don't want to, it's Ian S. Home Essentials. Is that still yeah. a thing? Um, no, not really. Not really. Sorry. I, I, I totally, I totally diminished it for Mellow Roofing late last year. Um, reason I thought of Mellow is obviously people think of Carmelo Anthony and where we're from, Absolutely. but what it stands for is mighty efficient, low cost on time roofing. Um. So, yeah, I thought of that, like, one night, super late. It was, like, 3 a.m., and I was, like, came out, and my roommate was, like, he was, like, what the hell are you doing now? And I was, like, yo, hear this out. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, you're crazy. Next thing you know, I was, like, we started it. Like, On with it, baby. I love it. So. So it's not really a thing? No, I mean, it's there. It could be used, the entity itself, but, like, I'll probably use it for snow plowing, you know. That way it doesn't affect Mellow. Especially here. No, thousand percent. Um, where can people find you? Like uh, Facebook pages, Instagram pages. Where are you at? Facebook, Google, Twitter, YouTube. <laughs> what do they search to find you? Instagram. You can just search Mellow Roofing Inc. Uh, you know, type in, you know, Mellow Roofing out of Baldwinsville or whatever you want. I mean, even if you type in ENS Home Essentials, we'll probably still pop up. Yeah. Um, so we, we pop up. Yeah. You know, I like it. Like, what about you? Do you, you want to share your personal, if anyone wants to follow your story side, aside from the business, um, Instagram or anything like that? Um, yeah, sure. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I don't really post much to be honest. I kind of, you know, I got got away from that. You start to grow and, you know, you realize, you know, what are people you are your business now. You're that, you're yeah. that where. Well, you need to present it professionally exactly what it comes down to. Um, you know, so many people are on there about COVID, about politics, and, you know, so much more that's gone on this year. And if as a business owner, you shouldn't be getting involved in any of that, to be honest, uh, you know. I think you kind of lose a little bit of respect and obviously just overall like business Yeah, um, by, get, by getting into all that, you know, and <clears throat> my views don't matter. It's business. That's what matters. Yeah, you know, you want to work with the best company, you know, in New York state. Okay. Then we're the fit, but you know, I'm not going to, I won't ever myself get into politics on a job or an estimate and I won't allow anybody else to either. It's not okay. So I got you. Can you tell me about a little bit about um, starting your own business? Like what are some of the steps that you have to take? Um, At first we started out as a DBA and then I created an LLC. Um, I'd probably, if you're doing anything, I'd probably just jump right into an LLC. LLC takes a little uh, limited liability company. It takes a little longer because it's with the state. If you do the DBA, it's with the county. Um, so you can have the business within a day. If you go down the county, I think it's like 35 bucks. Um, and then as far as the LLC goes, you know, it'll take a while. You know, you got to get stuff back from the state, like the affidavits, and then you got to publish it with local newspaper articles. Um, so, you know, it ends up being probably four or 500 bucks. Um, but that's without attorneys. You don't need attorneys to do it. Just, you know, as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's fairly simple. And I mean, then it's just where you want to go with it. <laughs> so before you, before even you get the LLC, right when you start getting the idea, did you kind of uh, write down like maybe goals, maybe target audience or stuff like that? Because I know you're, you're similar to me where you're like, this is the idea. I find yeah. out what makes it happen and we're going to go get it at a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
Yeah, I mean. Did you run any like type of numbers? Like this is what we put, that's what everyone around me is making. You know what I mean? So if we can get to there, we're all right. And then grow from there. Or was it kind of just, let's go. Kind of shoot from the hip. Yeah, 100%. Just bounce. Yeah. 100%, that's how I am. Um, <laughs> I mean. to being like that though. Because I know for me, I jump into something and I go, go, go so much. And then I'm like, was there really that much potential? You know what I mean? With the same mindset that passion takes uh, everything. Where if I push it hard enough, there's nothing I'm going to fail at. I don't think there's really a downside to go, go, go. <laughs> other than other than you have to have, I mean, you have to have the mindset slow down at a certain point because you need to check on things. You need to check on, am I getting back to every customer? Am I making sure we're organized as far as paperwork, materials, what you're spending? Um, so, cause we have accountants and all that stuff and that handles everything for us and a bookkeeper. Um, you know, you don't want to be going over budget on each project either. Um, so you got to check all that stuff. So you, there is a slow down button for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, meetings are essential. I would say, <laughs> especially no. as your team grows, you got to check in on everybody. Not so much as like, you know, event session, um, but just what went well. And then just what can we do better? Let's go. <laughs> Turn up. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So I like this idea of like before you, before you got to where you're at now. So a question that I would personally have, I got to make it a good one for you. So you have this idea of starting your business, right? Mm-hmm. What's the thing that you pushed the absolute most when you first started? Like, did you go a hundred miles per hour into um, getting the work? What'd you say? Getting the work. Absolutely. Because without the work, what do you have? Yeah, everything else fails around. Everything else is fails. Um, so you can work on the systems and the paperwork and the processes along the way. Um, but ultimately to make all the engines turn is the green. Um so getting the work is, is huge. But once you fill that pipeline and, you know, you're starting to build, like, I mean, we're starting to build in the presence. Um, it's just constant coming. Uh, for instance, I went on a roof call the other day, <clears throat> a company that's been around for the longest in our area, not going to mention names, but they told the lady she needs a roof. I went, I inspected the roof, took pictures for her, explained stuff. Um, she doesn't need a roof for a couple of years. Um, so building that kind of trust is huge because now what she's going to do is now trusting us and, you know, that she doesn't have problems, you know, she could have problems sooner, but, uh, we inspected it. We know what we're doing and it's looking like she's pretty solid up there. Um, you know, she already, you know, she's going to choose us when it's that time to come. Um, so I'd rather do that all day than just tell somebody they need a new roof because like I said, it, what goes around comes around. Absolutely. Um, You're living proof of it. You're living yeah. proof. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, you got to put in the work, but you take care of people. That's what's going to keep your business longevity wise versus, oh man, I got to do what I got to do to reach a million this year. No, like focus on the customers and it will come. Um, but yeah, it's, it will, it will be all right. (laughs) I know you will be. Um, what about startup costs? Is there like a certain, you don't have to say what you did, but um, Mm -hmm. your recommendation for a certain amount in your bank account before, or in your savings or whatever you can play with before starting, or can you do, it just depends depends on the business. Yeah, because in roofing there's subcontractors there's in-house employees it just depends so you obviously for the most part like i still you know right now i still go sell the work talk to the customers i got a couple people that help out and we're getting more of a team together uh so i could be doing less um but you know for the most part um i'm not really doing hard labor anymore um and that's the whole goal is to build the business you're either building it to sell it or you're building it to give it to your kids yeah 100 percent. what's your goal um probably handed down to my kids to be life goal the perfect life probably handed down to my kids to be honest i love that i love that i just wanted you to know i just wanted you to 
garbage. Well, James, I'm gonna leave that right behind me. That yeah, might that you, might be my new thing for the podcast. Why don't you hit? Why don't you hit his ass up so he can uh, get you on Cleveland? Man, I'm. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm about to message them for you, man. I'm about to start messaging all these athletes. But yo, check out this tape. <laughs> no, I love it. All right, so to kind of wrap it up, I guess, even though we can sit here and talk all day. Probably. hundred um, percent. To kind of wrap it up, why did you want to, or no, why did you accept my invitation to do the podcast? Because you love me and I'm so awesome. And you, yeah, I mean, I mean. Boost me up. I mean, you're my boy. Um, you know, that's plain and simple. You're, you're my boy, Blue. <laughs> no. Other than that, I mean, I don't, I don't really care for spotlight or media attention or any of that stuff. Um, but I just, I don't know. Whatever people are helping out, you know, getting knowledge out there. Others, there's enough, there's enough uh, to go around. So everybody needs to eat. You know what I mean? Like, now boost me up. Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me because I am um, super motivated and passion changes everything is the reason and I inspire you to be <laughs> come on boost me up I'm not I'm not talking boost you up how you already boosted you wanted to talk with me because I'm awesome boost me up oh my god this man's wild <laughs> no, no, I appreciate my man Corey having me come on <laughs> <laughs> don't do it no but um uh, all right one more time name business where everyone can find you all right, so hop on Google, Mellow Roofing from Ballinsville, New York. Um, let's go ahead and get those submissions in. We're giving away to a family in need. Um, so everybody, you know, go like, subscribe, whatever. Um, you know, what we take care of people. One way or another, you're going to need a roof. And uh, if you look us up, we're the ones that take care of people. Appreciate it. That's Thank you, Corey. My boy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs>